Good morning and welcome back to another episode of the Common Sports Podcast. I'm Tanner Hume along with Jocelyn Freeman on this beautiful Tuesday morning. Happy June, everyone. Yes, happy June, happy June, happy Pride Month to all you beautiful LGBTQ members out there. Hi. <laughs> well, actually, um, Jocelyn, like, I know it's a sports podcast, but do you just want to like share your LGBT pride and all that? Because it's Pride Month, so may as well. Uh, yeah, sure, screw it. I got time. Uh, I got time. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 in the morning. I got time. Uh, uh, yes. Hello. I am. Uh, I am a uh, trans woman. I. Uh, I didn't necessarily uh, know right off the bat. I was. Uh, uh, but. Uh, but when I realized back in like 2018, and I can actually remember the exact uh, date and time because it was just such a such an instrumental part of my. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Octo- October 9th, 2018, at like 8.37 in, in the evening is when and I realized is that I'm a, a trans woman. And, and it, uh, as much of a, as much of a, you know, like, oh shoot, everything I've, uh, everything I've done up, uh, it definitely came with a, a uh, shit ton of retrospection, like, oh shit, everything, uh, everything in I've done, in, was this just me being me or me, or me being me, me? Yeah. But, uh, uh... Also, what you wearing there? What you wearing there, bud? What kind of shoes there, bud? Ah, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rebel. OT was not fun last night, but the fun, the fun went off, but... Uh, hockey now is like I'm glad like the fans are starting to come back slowly, and I, I really am glad for that. That's like the best way you can hope for. I think speaking of which, since uh, since they're really it, uh, since we're uh, getting I mean, into uh, football today, other than the only one thing for football that we have was uh some talks of Julio possibly being dealt to Seattle. These same, yeah. these same rumors were kind of circling around and Antonio Brown uh, like a year or two, a year and a half ago, uh, where Russ was like, uh, where Russell Wilson was like, yo, I really want to play with an, uh, Antonio Brown. I think he'd be great for our offense. And, uh, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, and I mean, yeah, uh, in this, uh, in the eight games we you know, saw of him, um, in Tampa Bay, he definitely made a difference. It was like seeing, uh, it was like seeing the eight games um, that uh, that Kareem Hunt had in twenty. Actually, no. Yeah, it sort of was like the eight games that uh, that Kareem Hunt had in in twenty nineteen with the Browns. Uh, part of me was gonna say uh, the eight games Kenyon Drake had uh, with the Cardinals in twenty nineteen, but that's that is way too tall of a. Uh, that's 800, 800 uh, rushing yards and eight and eight touchdowns in eight games. That's uh, that's kind of crazy. Uh, that's almost too crazy to replicate. Uh, to replicate, but I'm getting a little bit off track. Uh, and to, uh, this is uh, if this ends up uh, be, being like a serious, serious rumor. 
Er, that's going to be one hell of a, a loaded uh, wide receiver room with if Tyler Lockett, uh, DK Metcalf, and Julio uh, Jones. Just yeah, a that mad. That was deadly as shit. I mean, we. Uh, I mean, and it's not like we don't already have a big three uh, in terms of uh, receivers and uh, in this uh, league. I mean, take what Tanner said. Look at Tampa. They have. If Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and and Antonio Brown, you really can't get much better than uh, better than that. Gronk and uh, and Gronk and OJ <laughs> Howard and Tim and Wright. Uh, Ronald Jones, freaking. Well, I mean, Ronald Jones is uh, Ronald Jones uh, is great as just a uh, as just a a power uh, a power running back. Uh, he's yeah, not really he's so good, nonetheless. Yeah, uh, I mean, and he's no Derek Hen- <laughs> Derek Henry or uh, the best uh, I can uh, the best comparison I can uh, put to uh, uh to Ronald Jones is Legarrette Blunt. He's a fantastic uh, uh, just burst through the line running back, but. Uh, but he's going to be overshadowed by pretty much every single well, other running back in the uh, league. And the only reason why I remember uh, Legarrette Blunt like that is because I uh, saw a highlight uh, tape of him last night. Uh, and uh, uh, and yeah, I can safely say that Legarrette Blunt and uh, walked so oh Derek so Derek Henry could run. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's really it for uh, for the. Uh, yeah. Football side of things because that was really the only thing we had for football. Yeah, I mean, what else do we? Everyone's gonna call us out for like, oh, you didn't talk about this, you didn't talk about that. It's like we don't know much football. Okay, we're just college students. We're we're not uh, we're not Zolak and Bertrand here. I mean, yeah, I mean, exactly. That would be a uh, it would be freaking amazing if we were uh, if that was is the case and we had in like a much uh, a much more professional eye on uh, on everything, uh, yeah. which is honestly sort of my goal eventually in life. But uh, uh, but for the time being, yeah, we're just college uh, students, and uh, and yeah, we're probably we're probably going to miss some stuff at times. Does but that uh, we yeah, about. life does indeed happen. But uh, uh I think. <laughs> Uh, I think this is about as good as time as any to uh, to switch it over to hockey. Yeah. Uh, to hockey. Well, we got some world junior news that we need to talk about real quick. Actually, no. Before we do world junior stuff, let's go ahead and talk uh, some of the latest NHL stuff, I guess. I don't know what the hell you call it. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm calling off for only like two hours sleep, so give me a break. <clears throat> So Ryan Reeves got suspended two games for unsportsmanlike conduct and roughing. I've never of, seen a nine-minute power play before. I never, I never either. But like the win, um, after going through with the uh, the penalty logs and all that for the game, I found out it was two roughing minors and then a major and a max penalty for roughing. That's uh, that sounds like some. And Tom Wilson, Nazem Kadri 
eh, type shit right there. Well, that's, yeah, exactly. I, was, I saw the footage too, and what it showed was like. Didn't he like um, put him in a headlock? No, he literally put his head against the ice when he was like kind of like bent over. Yeah. Like kind of like like you see how how like my neck is uh you know, kind of like but like that kind of like that and all that. That's exactly yeah. how he did it. But but imagine his neck kind of higher up and his and like his cheek on the ice. Oh oh gosh. And I think some people said that there was a knee on his head. I'm not yeah. sure. If that's the case, I mean, what the hell was going on through his head on that one? Given the, uh, given what uh, we've learned over the past uh, year or so about, uh, about, uh, about the dangers that can uh, cause, uh, especially when, and uh, that's, especially <coughs> when the intent is to, uh, especially with uh, specific intent, and uh, yeah, it, it obviously. It drew some comparisons to the, to the uh, murder of George Floyd, it, yeah. and it was not it was not a good look to say the least. Oh, no. It it really was it really was not it. And oh. for as much the uh, for as as big of Vegas stance as as pretty much everyone on the podcast is is it's uh, uh, we don't like. Uh, we don't like it when uh, when that sort of shit happens. And, yeah. and it's not and just... I just saw another clip real quick. I just saw another clip that uh, Ryan Graves apparently hit uh, Vegas for Matias Yanmark up high. But according to the Department of Player Safety, they learned absolutely nothing and decided not to, uh, you know, not to take action. Yeah, Reeves is, Reeves is definitely up there with uh, with Wilson and Kadri as uh, as one of oh, the yeah. dirtiest players in the entire league. Speaking of Kadri, uh, his appeal for the eight game suspension was upheld, and he can, my choice, he can file an appeal with an independent attribute arbitrator or something like that. He can appeal, but I don't think that would uh, I don't think that would bode well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is with uh, <coughs> with guys like Wilson, Kadri, and uh, and and Reeves, you know that they're gonna, uh, you know that they're gonna have uh, like the hardest decline because is who who are the guys that always uh, suffer the biggest uh, the biggest fall offs uh, in in sport in sports the ones that play uh, the most physical roles. And uh, and the uh, and the game of uh, of those three is entirely physical. Yeah, and like so you know, like these are like literally the top two teams in the league facing off. You know it's gonna get physical, but you don't expect anything like that. Just come on. You also don't expect Vegas to give up seven fucking goals. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. By the way, well, shots. By the way, shots to Kel McCarr for. You don't expect fucking Nathan McKinnon to suddenly have a boost of speed like he's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Remember that. We're not doing this now. We're not doing this now. Look, the uh, look. I'm no, just, I know what you're thinking. We're not doing that. Look, I'm just happy that uh, Sonic Colors is getting a uh, remaster. That game was 
is yeah. my freaking childhood. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'll just get out of the goddamn way. My least jokes, they fucking choked. And I could not be any more fucking pissed. Like, I, let me put it this way. After, after a few things of alcohol last night, <laughs> the pain hurts. <laughs> this series should not have gone to seven. No, it shouldn't have. Even, no, it shouldn't have. Even with, even with I know, uh, like, Tavares getting, like, oh my god, and part like, part of me has this weird friggin' theory that I did not watch games five, six, and seven, so I'm thinking, oh my Christ, maybe that's why, maybe because I didn't watch the damn games, because <laughs> when I watched two, three, and four, they won. When I didn't watch one, five, six, seven, they lost. Even <laughs> with Tavares, uh, even with Tavares, yeah, that was brutal. Uh, out, uh, that uh, uh, that was uh, this entire series should not have gone to seven. And and Martyr, oh. uh, Martyr and Math, uh, Martyr Matthews and and Joe should have been able to uh to uh do that. Uh, should have been able to carry this. His team to it in, in, in like game in five or six. But Marner and Matthews were uh, were, were both $10 million is completely uh, void of, uh, of any uh, of any production on the ice. Yeah. Yes. Which is going to lead into uh, something that should we talk about? Should we talk about this now or, uh, or should we uh, should we talk about the Leafs caps cap issues? Uh, we can talk now? about that. We can definitely talk about that. And I, like, okay, you're paying like what thirty mil for two for three fucking players? It, Tavares, Matthews, and and Marner. That is that is going to be uh, one of the best lines in in hockey uh, if they're all okay, if they okay, can all stay paying, healthy. Like, hold on, like you're paying Matthews eleven and a half per year. You're paying Tavares eleven per year, and you're paying Marner just just south of eleven mil per year. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Like, do, like, shouldn't you at least be able to put on some sort of decent, decent line and like, some decent production on that? Like, I know is... I understand Tavares is a center, but why do you put him on a second line? Put him on the first line with something like Matthews and Marner. Get that yeah, first line. Like, the first line needs to be your productive line. That needs to be the, the what's it called the the first line of attack. That is what the first line is supposed to be. Your especially, first line of attack. Especially when you give Tavares a a no movement clause, which and accountancy. Yeah, uh, which if anything, that's that's probably one of the biggest problems with with Kyle Dubas and in, in this sort of. Of roster building, and and I talked about this with you last this night. The best the, the best comparison I can in, in give for this is the LA Rams, and I know I've talked a lot of shit about the about the Rams, <laughs> but it, it did. I mean, it did get them to the it, it got them to the Super Bowl uh, in 2019. Yeah, I mean, but the uh, but 
Uh, yeah. Uh, Dubis is fantastic at bringing in uh, high-end uh, at uh, bringing in talent. Like, uh, Tavares and uh, Tavares and Muzzin in, in would not be here without uh, without Dubis being in the GM that he is. Sure, there's uh, sure. Sure. Like this all started with Tavares not wanting to re-sign with the Islanders, and I think he did not like Lou Lamorello, so I don't know what yeah. the thought process behind that was. I mean, sure, there are some um, um, questionable signings like uh, Alex freaking Gauchenyuk, uh, but uh, uh, but other than that, uh, this team doesn't do bad at uh, at uh, handling free agency and uh, and trades. It's, and they're also not uh, too terrible at drafting. The problem is uh, is that let's see who's on a uh, no movement, uh, no movement or no trade in clause is uh, that has more than one year remaining. And John Tavares, Jake Muzzin, Morgan Riley, T.J. Brody. Uh, Justin Hall, uh, and uh, I know McKay yeah, is expiring. It. This I know McKay's contract is is expiring. Yeah. I know the lease just got some guy from Russia. I think. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Cause but yeah, cause some reason Russian guys do. Russian guys going over from the KHL do have a tendency to sign with the Maple Leafs for some whatever reason. But uh, uh yeah, that. Uh, uh, that's a lot of uh, pieces to be to put on a no uh, trade uh, on a no trader movement in clause, and it's uh, and it's just oh, yeah. if these guys get hurt or uh, or they suffer massive decline, what are you gonna do? What yeah. can you really uh, do in that? Ask them to waive their no what trade. What do you mean about that? At that point, like, you're screwed. Like, and I have a funny feeling that Dubas is gonna panic this off season. I I know it for a damn sure. He's going to freaking panic. Well, yeah, you uh, the uh, when you uh, when you uh, have such uh, a litany of uh, of losses, like Game Six against uh, against Washington or game seven against Boston or game seven against Boston, or might I add game seven against Boston or David Ayers or, uh, or game five against Columbus and now game um, seven against Montreal. Well, yeah, you're, uh, with such a, a history with, th- with such a massive recent history of, uh, of just shitting it in the playoffs. Uh, you're gonna need someone to bring you over that hump. The only problem is, is with how much money they've invested in the into this team. I'm not sure if they eh, have the cap space to is to be able to do that. Yeah. People talk about the uh, people talk about uh, the Oilers being, being such a top heavy team, but uh, but I'd honestly argue that the like, like, I was like the thing with Oilers too is like look at the Oilers have. Two arguably the best young players in the NHL today. Like, I'm, I'm gonna say it right. I'll admit that. Drysdale, McDavid, two of the best right now. And they still and they got swept by the Jets. That uh, yeah, the uh, the Oilers are the uh, are the epitome of a top heavy uh, team. There's no yeah. I was like, really, who, who's on the Oilers team? McDavid, Drysdale, Nuge, and that's it. 
Yeah, really. Best we're team. Off. Yeah. Like, what was that? Look at this weird ass t- this North Division. And, and yeah, that's been a weird year. Both of the, both look, look, the top seeds in the. Look, look uh, this. Two divisions have three and four, have the third and fourth seed. Four, Third and fourth seeds playing in the second round right now. Not just the North, but the East Division too. Oh shit, that's right. The Browns were the the Browns were the third seed. <laughs> I uh, the, I can... the first seed, ours were fourth seed. They somehow managed to get by first and second seed, and they and they're playing. And what was arguably the probably the most electric. Playoff series so far because of all the seventeen thousand four hundred fans at TD fucking Garden. I mean, with how I mean, with possibly getting a hat trick and uh, Sunday won. night. Oh my! Oh, uh, did you that, hear? No, did you hear the reaction to the first goal of the, on the for the Bruins in that series? Uh, I did oh not. My God! Like I saw some of the replays when our like when Pashak got the first goal for the Bruins to tie the game at one. Oh my God! The war of the crowd. The uh, uh, uh it's weird because Pasta's honestly he had. Uh, like, what, he's like, definitely taken this. The Pasta was drafted in the middle round, in the middle of the first round, like not even, not even like the early first round, not the, like kind of late. First yeah, round. It's like kind of like in the middle between. It's like on the gray area between middle and late. And what? In like and what 2016? What can we turn out? Look at it. And when the Bruins, like, I don't know what year it was, the Bruins had three first round picks in a row. I know it was DeBrusque, Zaboro, and then someone else. Seven. Yeah, you know who you know who was the uh next burrito pick? Matt oh. Barzell, Kyle Connor, and I think it was somebody else. It was like defenseman, I think. I'm not sure exactly who it was. Uh, what it wasn't. Uh, it was, I was Matt Barzell, who you're facing, and is actually a really good center for Christ. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I was, was. Yeah. Uh, I know during, uh, during last night's game. Yeah, Barzell's with... honor and Shabbat. Yeah. Those are the next three. Yeah, you I know. You could have had Barzell. You guys could have had Connor. You guys could have had Shabbat. We also could have had Travis Konechny. And Joel Eriksonak. And Sebastian Aho. And Ilya Samsonov. But I mean, uh, but I mean, and Brock and if we're go if we're going to in, to go by in, how many uh, uh, how many different in, great prospects did the Bruins miss out on by drafting Ascension instead of? Of this, we can technically, uh, we can in really go through. Uh, all right, how many, uh, how many different, uh, how many different playmakers on in both offense and defense did the uh, Bears and uh, did the Bears and 49ers give up by drafting connect uh, by drafting Trubisky and Solomon Thomas with two and three, but uh, <laughs> but more about, uh, um, yeah. So real quick, let's just go over the. Uh, the second round bracket, guys, please fucking have mercy on my fucking worthless soul. Winnipeg and four, make it happen. 
I, as a Leafs fan, I gotta do that. I gotta fucking agree with that. I, as a so, Boston but, fan, um, I have to agree with that. Right now, um, right now, some of these are ongoing, so just, uh, just let you know what the series scores as of this as of this recording. So, the first one out of the West, uh, right now, Colorado leads the series one all. Seven to one. Against the Golden Knights. So I always yep. have some hope left that, that one of my favorite teams can actually do something for for once. I don't. Uh, uh, honestly, uh, honestly, my top three teams are uh, the top three teams I like are Bruins, uh, Bruins, Vegas, and uh, and and the uh, the Hurricanes, and then and Colorado is definitely in uh, uh, number four. Yeah. Partially because yeah. partially because Kale McCarr, partially because is either. Yeah, I just think Nathan McKinnon's freaking awesome. Yeah. So who takes the series between Colorado and Vegas, and how many? Uh, I'm uh, uh, I'm gonna say it. I think uh, I think this is gonna be uh, Abs and six. Abs and six. Okay. I'll go. I'll, I'll go Knights and seven. That makes sense. Uh I'm gonna give him another game seven for three somewhere. In the set. In the central, I honestly, uh, I central, know yeah, Carolina versus Tampa Bay with the bolts of one zero. I'm. Uh, Come on, please for once beat the fucking lightning. I was gonna please say. Uh, I was gonna say. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Hurricanes in five. <laughs> please come to our Hurricane games. Hurricanes seven. I in in reality, I think it's going to be Canes and uh, Canes and six and uh, and hey NHL, can we have throwback night in the uh, in the playoffs? Because that I, would be that would be cool. You can't not get hype at Brass Bonanza. I, I know. Uh, and in, in the North, the Winnipeg Jets third seed will take on the Habs four seed. Fuck yourself, Habs in the dick. Jets and four. I think. Uh, I think. It's weird because with the uh, with the late season skid the uh, the Jets had uh, yeah this I know year. from like literally tying for the North Division lead and then losing it and dropping to the third seed and then just told McDavid's McDavid's cronies to fuck off in the first round yeah even with that even with winning uh, four straight against the uh, against Edmonton I think I'm. Uh, I think it's not going to be uh, in four. I think uh, I think I'm going to take uh, Jets in five. I can taste <laughs> I can taste the salt from the other side of the freaking state. <laughs> and on to the East Division, we have Boston yeah. uh, and Isles who are currently tied at one in the series. Bees in five, baby. Bees in six. I know. Uh, I know. Okay, uh, that's gonna be tough. You know that's gonna be tough. I uh, I was uh, about falling asleep uh, last night uh, after the game. Uh, after the game, and I was so so pissed that uh, Lazan let that uh, puck bounce off his uh, skate and give up uh, that game ceiling breakaway. Uh, but uh. Oh, my God, did a game five for the Leafs? Or, or freaking, what's his name, Travis Durbin for game six? And then Mitch Marner being a dumbass in game seven? 
I almost thought you said Travis Frederick. <laughs> Travis Frederick, and I was gonna be like, who's who's that? And and when did my boy Trent change his first name? <laughs> oh, I saw. Uh, but uh, last night I uh, I also uh, seen in El Prez is Mr. Dave Portnoy a uh, uh, going on about uh, bees and five. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, other than that, I don't think we have anything else in uh fucking news. That uh, I... we do have the uh, the oh, NHL. Yeah, World Juniors. Wait, I forgot about that. The World Juniors. And um, we do have the NHL <laughs> draft lottery tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, that's right. The draft lottery will be tomorrow night with the Buffalo Buffalo Sabers having the best odds of the first overall pick. And in Seattle, you don't have the third best odds for that pick. I want to see Seattle get the first overall pick. That would be freaking yeah, amazing. Seattle got the first overall pick. It's still hilarious how uh, how Seattle doesn't even have a roster yet, and they are still ranked they above have one Buffalo. Player. They have one player. Oh shit! That's right. They have one player. I thought about that last week. Wait, who who is it again? Um, I freaking blocked it. I'll, I'll yeah. go back in the, uh, in the tapes. And, you know, okay, I have the odds right here. <clears throat> so top three odds right now, if you kind of tie, to, tie three and four, Sabres have the best odds at 16.6%. The Ducks are second best odds at 12.1%. Doubles and Kraken both have 10.3% chance of getting the first overall pick. Then it's the Blue Jackets at 8.5%. Wings at 7.6% chance. Sharks at 6.7% chance. Followed by the Kings at 5.8. Nuts at 5.4. Sens at 4.5. The Coyotes pick would have had the 11th best odds at 3.1%. However, that was forfeited because of that uh, whole training bullshit scandal with the NHL. One of the many things that they have eh, that they did <laughs> wrong under Cheka. Uh, yeah. Not uh, not exclusively uh, drafting uh, Mitchell Miller. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. And so, 12 right now is Chicago at 2.7, Flames at 2.2, Flyers at 1.8, Stars at 1.4, and then the Rangers at 1.0. Watch the, watch the Rangers win. Oh, my God. We got Alexi now. Wait, who's the top prospect in 2021 again? Right now, the top prospects right now, uh, William Meckland, Owen Power, and the top prospect is Matthew Beniers. What? Uh, watch them uh, get uh, ba- uh, Matthew. <laughs> You're drunk. Me? Yeah. Uh. Oh my lord, this is cool. Alright, so real quick, I'm gonna show on the screen, but I'll describe it for those that you know can't see the video. This is a photo by the Canadian Football League showing their pride jerseys. So oh pride. nice. Look at that. I uh, I do quite uh, like that. Uh, I like it a lot better than uh, than people on my uh, than 16 year olds on my freaking Twitter timeline in sparking uh, sparking debate over the uh, over the freaking uh, over 
uh, who made uh, what pri uh, over uh, pride flag uh, over pride flag things things like there okay, are okay 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 yeah this is a good point let's get let's so we're getting a little bit off for to um the basketball where we have some that's some issues you need to talk about here First of all, Kyrie being a piece of shit and stepping on the Celtics logo after the game four ended. That still does not mean that you get to throw a freaking water bottle at him. And stepping on stepping on the logo uh, is uh, is something uh, is uh, is something to be dealt with by uh, by the player uh, by uh, the opposing players and by. Uh, and by people, because he's going to judge today. Uh, I mean the. Uh, uh, I mean, here's the thing. thing. When Juju, uh, when Juju started doing Corvette, Corvette on the uh, midfield logo, Corvette, uh, everyone was. Uh, uh, everyone was like, "Oh my God, what the hell are you doing?" And then Von Bell uh, lit him the fuck up and. Uh, uh, and that night that the uh, that the Steelers lost the uh, lost to the Bengals, was, yeah. and uh, and everyone was like, that that felt so freaking cathartic, yeah, like, and uh, and I mean, I guess I can sort of see where Kyrie is is coming from because uh, because as much as uh, as much as I don't like Ky uh, Kyrie and and think we might uh, we're probably a better team without him. Um, and there was, uh, I feel like the, uh, I feel like uh, it was starting to get like, okay, Kyrie is not Grady Little. Why are we, uh, why are we getting this pissed off at, at him? Uh, yeah. But uh, we got some updated brackets for you quickly. Uh, the Sixers leading the Wizards three games to one, with, and they can be eliminated tomorrow night. The Hawks are up on the Knicks three games to one. They can be eliminated tomorrow night. The Bucks swept Sell the, the team, team. Dolan. <laughs> Sell the team. And the Bucks are said sweeping the Heat four games to none, honestly. And the Nets up on the Celts three games to one. By the way, it's Celtic Boston. Celtic. I, I do like. Uh, I do like. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do like Giannis's. Is his his response to the question of how do you feel about the uh, sweep of uh, of Miami? We just don't like to play with our food. Yikes! With, uh, when, that, that's good though. That is good. Uh, and by the way, the Celtics game is tonight. So if they lose, that's it. I'm ready to not watch that and instead uh, watch uh, and instead. And watch the Vegas game, and then probably the insides of my eyelids. The insides of my eyelids, my favorite TV show. Just, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So on to the West. Uh, really, all series are tied two two, except for Jazz for the Jazz Grizzlies, or we like the Jazz lead Brilliance to one. Seriously, every series other than that one is tied at two. Isn't it hilarious how the uh, how the, uh, uh, what is it? Isn't it kind of funny how, 
Well, the uh, the Hornets could have had uh, Donovan Mitchell, and, and instead mm-hmm. it said, you know what, we're going to draft Malik Monk. Imagine Donovan Mitchell as a rookie, uh, as a rookie with Kemba uh, in in his peak form. Yeah, and that that would have been almost too good to uh, to pass up. Yeah. Apparently, it was not good enough to pass up for freaking MJ. Apparently not. Sell the team. <laughs> sell the team, Jordan. He's not even an owner. He's like a general manager or something, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know. Either. Um, I know uh, Joel Embiid left game four last night, I think, with some right knee soreness. Uh, AD won't play game five. Yeah. Bertrand um, exited game four with a cash train. And that's really all I see. I'm not like Jesse. Like, Jesse would freaking be on top of that. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, it's the struggle of uh, of having half the uh, the squad. Yeah. <laughs> and also uh, not the more to baseball. Um, I want to say Yankees. How the fuck did you get swept by the Detroit Tigers? How did you get swept by the Detroit Tigers? <laughs> like you guys are a surefire team. And you know, like, you know what? Let's go ahead and get swept by the Detroit Tigers. I still, wanna, that off us. I still want to know how Luke Voigt it went to it was on IR for uh, for most of the uh, start of the season, and then he and he comes back, and then immediately he's he's back on IR. But uh, uh that's uh, but that's sort of. Uh, besides the point, because now we got to talk about something. Right. Uh, I know we got some international baseball. We got. Uh, we do also. Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, we, we don't talk about that scumbag here. We don't believe about that scumbag here. Because huh? we know what he did. But just a quick run now. He was arrested recently for domestic abuse because the piece of shit doesn't have enough fame in his life. Appar- uh, apparently, there's more than one. And person in the in the MLB with a uh, with a last name um, that uh, sa- uh, that sounds like Ozuna uh, that beats his his wife. If I had a nickel for every time that it happened, I'd have two nickels. It's not much, but it's it's incredibly weird how that happened twice. So what's the uh, international baseball for? Like I is it like a World Championship or something that I'm just confused about here. I'm just missing something. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I uh, I don't know. Last season in an actual game, we'll just run that down from yesterday too. Um, Dominican Republic beat out Puerto Rico five two, and the U.S. beat out Nicaragua yesterday seven to one. Hmm. And today we got Colombia to get on Venezuela and Canada to get on Cuba. Hmm. Now interesting. I. Not- uh, I haven't really, uh, I haven't really paid attention to much uh, baseball outside no, of the I'm MLB. Just, no, I'm just looking at the MLB app. That's exactly what I'm doing. Ah, uh, yeah. So real quick, just some standings: top three in the AL East, Tampa Bay at first, Boston second, two games back, and then those fucking Yanks five and a half back. And then the AL Central, we got the White Sox in the lead. 
followed by the Indians at three and a half back in the Royals at six games back. Last we got the Oakland Athletics right now sitting at first, followed by the Astros at half a game back, and the Mariners two two and a half games back. Someone needs to free Mike Trout. I know that he's hurt, but it's still someone get his ass out of uh, uh, out of Anaheim. Because he's going to be wasted there. Yeah. Um, so the National League, the Wool Mets are somehow still in the lead. It's what Athletic. happens when DeGrom is back, baby. Yeah. Followed by the uh, Braves at three and a half back and the Phillies at five back. Is this still a, is this still a division where no one is, is uh, where only one team is above 500? Yes. The Braves are close, though. They are at a Point four nine. There. Uh, then we got the end of Central. We got Cubbies at first. The Cardinals half game back, and then the Brewers a game and a half back. Fine. What is probably the, and the most pir- heavy division? And the Pirates are uh, uh, are wow. are they at the bottom? They deserve it after that freaking after that freaking hilarious play oh, with Javier Diaz. We can talk about that in a second. And then finally, you know, last real quick, probably the most top-heavy division right now. The Giants are in the lead, followed by the Padres at a half game back, and the Dodgers at two games back. That's honestly weird in a in a division with with such stacked teams as the Padres and the and the Dodgers. There's the freaking Giants are. Are top of the division. I and know what the fuck is going on here. Why is Buster Posey batting above three hundred again? <laughs> and I thought that dude got. Uh, I thought after that uh, dude got uh, blasted at the uh, base so hard that uh, at I the plate so play hard play. that they had to actually uh, that they had to change the rules about uh, about catchers uh, standing in the base path. Uh, I thought that his career was going to be uh, like uh, middling, just barely above, uh, just barely above two, uh, two twenty yeah. or something like that. But no, he's hitting, uh, he's hitting, hitting dingers. There's quite yeah. a bit. As well as what's it called? Freaking, what's it called? Uh, Mr. El Mago. Holy Christ! Hmm? That was probably. The funniest play I've ever fucking seen. They are the. Ever. Yes, that's so let's, let's run it down real quick. Let's run it down. He he hits a ground ball to the was it the shortstop or the third baseman? It was the shortstop. Uh, shortstop. And who they throw. Who it the first? Instead of just you know tagging the plate, he wanted to tag. You know he wanted to tag Javier Baez. Keep in mind, uh, this like, was... uh, no, 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 I'm going to warm back to home real quick because, you know, because really, that's a thing. And then, Keep in you mind... know, runner comes in the third to score because, again, that's a thing. Thank you, feel... Wilson Contreras, for uh, for helping to contribute uh, to this. But, uh, yeah, keep in mind, oh, this we... was with two outs on uh, on the board. All you had to do was just uh, step on the yeah, no, person. That and then, yeah. as if that wasn't enough, after celebrating the safe call, he decides, "Oh, I gotta run the first down because there's nobody there." He starts running the first, and he's like, "Oh shit!" We they throw the ball. To fir- they throw the ball 
Of course, and nobody's there. And I went into the outfield, and I always Javier decided to say, okay, I'm just going to keep running the second. And they, then they threw them off the second baseman, but that also ate shit, and it went to the third baseman. Yeah, that was, uh, it, that was quite possibly one of the funniest uh, series of events I've uh, I've that seen. That was great. That it, was, it was great. The, it was the best series of events I've uh, seen since possibly uh, since probably uh, Marquise Pouncey putting it over Ben's head in the fir- uh, on the first play of the uh, wild card game. Um, but uh, uh, but my only uh, but my only uh, explanation possible explanation for that is is he thought he he thought he attacked for he thought he was already on first. Uh, and got the tag out, so he was is walk. So he was walking over because he thought that the inning was actually over. But you can't you can't do that in in the MLB. You need to to be completely aware of everything. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So. That was a great freaking. It was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. It's uh, there was yeah. a uh, there was a play back in like the uh, uh, back in like uh, the early eighties of is uh, where one of the Mariners third where the Mariners third baseman tries to blow the ball foul while it's uh, it's still rolling in the infield. Old like he gets down on his his stomach and tries to. Blow the ball foul while it's rolling. I feel like this play is is going to be our generation's version of uh, that. Yeah, it was that. it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. That got me laughing. Oh my god! I could uh, I couldn't stop laughing for like uh, for a good fifteen minutes after that. It was is amazing. Yeah. All right, so um, I don't think we have anything else for baseball. So what else do we have in the sports world? Uh, we had uh, Big Boy Paul to get on Floyd Mayweather on a six. And I believe the other Big Boy Paul is to get on Tyron Woodley. Yeah, I saw that uh, yeah. too. But uh, we do also have uh, – hold on. It was uh, Naomi Osaka uh, during the uh, – uh, at the French Open, she has uh, decided to uh, to amid. Uh, oh wait, 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 was that the one where she forfeited? Yeah, she uh amid uh, amid spiraling, uh, amid and uh, a mental health crisis for her and uh, and and increasing pressure from um, everyone. She has decided to drop out of the. Uh, no, the, that wasn't the right call. Take care of your mental health, though. That's. Uh, yeah, been. there are things bigger than uh, there are things bigger than sports and uh, and taking care of yourself is. Uh, that's Obama. That's like the main reason he's got to go uh, off of, and honestly, if, that's like the best you can. That's the best you can do. If you were not, if you were, if you were like, I'm happy for Andrew. Oh, luck that he's is taking it. That he's going out. Uh, uh, like this, it was sad, but it's it's completely understandable. If you're uh, if you're championing Andrew Luck for 
uh, for this is, and is you have no reason to give uh, Naomi shit for this. Is, is there are because pe- there are definitely people out there who are, uh, who are like uh, talking to the press is part of the uh, is part of the job. She signed up for it. Why is she so? Oh, uh, why is she so? Oh, scared of it. Uh, like, uh, dude, stop. It's uh, uh, if someone doesn't uh, feel like uh, if someone isn't in the right headspace is to, uh, to do something. It's never a good idea to uh, push them and push them and push them to do it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, uh, no, I don't think we have anything else, do we? I don't think that we have anything else. Uh, let's see, uh, either. So uh, I don't see anything else in swearing the news. But one last thing about hockey, real quick. Saw this tweet out of TSN where someone said that the Leafs should try and trade for Tom Wilson. I was uh, I was actually hearing something in. About uh, uh, about uh, people trying to uh, say that the Leafs should uh, trade Matthews to the uh, to the Wild. Uh, yeah, like the Wild are any better? No. Okay, could you? Okay, but it uh, as it it of Matthews and uh, Matthews and of uh, and Marner are a fantastic duo, right? Yeah, could you bring him up. Put someone else that I know Matthews can work with. Uh, could you? Uh, could you imagine Matthews and Kaprizov? That would be sick. Why don't just try to trade for Kaprizov and just? <laughs> but why do that when you can uh, when you can shed a massive cut co- uh, when you can shed uh, uh, a contract oh, that's, that's eating so hard into your cap space? And besides, after that, you still have uh, John Tavares. Put him on the top. Uh, put him on the top line with Marner. That would, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it would get the uh, it would get the wild out of a uh, it would get the wild on a uh, a masterful uh, center p- uh, center that they could uh, put on the top uh, <laughs> line and ins- uh, and I know they're, they're still paying in the uh, paying for the Parise uh, contract, but. Yeah, that's why I don't think they should take on more cap because they're paying twenty six million for two players. That's that's really the only thing that uh, uh, that's uh, that should be uh, taken into it. That's really the biggest thing holding it it back is uh, is should be uh, should you really do this when you have uh, when you're still paying for uh, Parise and Suter? Suter, exactly. If if you're still paying for uh, Suter, that's fine. He's he is producing fantastically, but uh, but Parise, uh, I think it might be time to try and find and a and a an appropriate suitor for uh, for a trade. And, oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I wasn't Yeah, no. That'd be well, his contract gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, when he's uh, when he's good, he's he's fantastic. The only problem is he's uh, he's declined, and yeah. so uh, put him on a team that will take his uh, that will take his massive contract. Uh, maybe uh, try and get like a 
it would be fun to have like a a a crazy like mega deal. Oh, oh, like I could, uh, uh, like a massive three-team trade involving, uh, involving Ing Parise, Matthews, and uh, and some other uh, and other players. There's I'm not entirely uh, sure or like who else, but it just a math uh, mega deals and uh, mega deals are always is fun. And it was fun back in 2004 when, uh, when the, uh, when the, uh, when, who is it? When uh, the Chargers traded uh, Philip Rivers for, uh, when they, when the Chargers traded Eli Manning for Philip Rivers in a third round pick. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Uh, if you can get like a mega deal going around, Going on, it'll be, it'll be one of the funniest things this season, and and I mean, hey, it'll that would actually mega deals like that would probably be good for for NHL revenue because because just imagine how much more money you're gonna get from 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 t-shirt and jersey sales of these players in their new in their new homes. Because you expose them to a completely new, uh, to a completely new fan base who is, is sort of like, oh sweet, we got Matthews. Oh sweet, we got Parise. Us, you have, uh, you get shit like uh, that uh, going, and, and yeah, it'll be fantastic. Uh, it'll be fantastic. I mean, sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes, yeah, you get, uh, uh, sometimes it ends up. Uh, being, being one of uh, my favorite hockey YouTubers, Melody Martin, spending uh, spending over three hundred dollars on uh, on a Taylor Hall Buffalo Bills jersey, uh, only for him <laughs> to be traded to the uh, Bruins at the uh, at the deadline. But uh, uh but uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna wrap it up for today. We have a yeah, but... podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in as always. For... Support is always appreciated, and we'll see you guys whenever we see you guys. Take care, guys. Thank you. Wonder how many times you said guys in that last uh, in that last part. I'm still recording. You know, shit. You never stop recording.